Hello and welcome to Speak Your Truth and Look Good Doing It podcast. My name is Camila, or as you've seen me online, Maria Camila. I'm a brand strategist, photographer, and videographer. This work is about amplifying the visibility of conscious leaders and brands who are wanting to leave this world better than they found it. This podcast is about letting ourselves be seen, both physically and spiritually, and highlighting the nuances we experience as we are growing both personally and professionally. Thank you for being here, and let's go ahead and dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to let you know that I have travel dates available. This is if you are in Miami or New York City area. I'm going to be in both places. You get to save money on travel and accommodation. So if you've been wanting to work together, definitely connect with me. Book a call with me. Let's see if this is a right fit for you. And I also wanted to talk to you about the episode. I was sharing this episode when I was in Salt Lake. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that when I was in Salt Lake, I was demolished. (laughs) I was not my high vibe entrepreneur self, but I actually learned a lot of lessons in feeling demolished. I realized that there's a lot of people that feel very unmotivated and feel very sad sometimes where they are in their lives. And I've definitely been there. And sometimes it can create a belief that we are not worthy of having the business that we want to have because we are so we're just so demoralized and I really felt that way in Salt Lake I think it was a combination of travel I went through a friendship breakup I also it was challenging seeing family just so many things that were combined it was like a cocktail for depression (laughs) so yeah but I but you know what the lesson that I learned is that there is value in you showing up even when your energy is at 50% 30% and that's all you can do I think as entrepreneurs we need to normalize is that sometimes we are not feeling 100 but there's still value in not being 100 So that is my lesson for you today. I expand more on the episode um, in regards to how I was feeling so That is the preface prior to this episode, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. Thank you for coming back to the podcast. Always a delight to have you here. Coming to you live from Salt Lake City. I'm in Utah for the holidays, and I'm just recording this from my phone at this gorgeous Airbnb I'm staying in, and... Thank you for being here. Thank you to some of you that comment on my Instagram that you listen to my podcast. It's just, it's so rewarding. I started this podcast to record everything that I'm experiencing as I'm growing my brand and as I'm allowing myself to be seen. And I think there's so much value in sharing everything in real time. And it means a lot to me that you guys are responding to it. Um, or that someone out there is listening because I'm still quite new to the podcast world. And which actually another thing that I wanted to mention is I think a lot of people don't share what's going on in their lives when they're in the thick of it because obviously it's their private lives, which to a degree I do see that to each their own. And, but to me... I like to share in real time. Like other people share what happened after they have grieved and processed. 
I, on the other hand, have chosen to share in real time. And because it's also my brand, it's, I've, I've just spent so much of my life hiding and just waiting until I was fully healed and waiting until I was fully perfect, whatever perfect meant in my mind's eye. And anyways, I just lately or since I started my brand, the focus has been like, you know what, I'm going to share in real time because I have seen how other people have grown and I get so much value is seeing how much somebody has grown and then going back to like episode 12 when they were just starting out and hearing the heebie-jeebies that they were feeling in real time. And I think that actually delivers the message home even better. I also think of the concept of accessibility. That's like a big um, a big value between my clients or people that are very impact-driven. They say that they want people to have access to them. And I think this is a way to give people access to you, sharing in real time what it is, what's going on. And yeah. So this is me right now. So thank you. If you have said any nice words about my podcast, and I'm glad that it's there's value that is being shared, I truly, truly appreciate it. And today I actually wanted to talk about is self-care in regards to entrepreneurship. Um, so to give you a little bit of perspective, I live by myself. I work for myself. I don't have any coworkers. I don't have anybody anybody on my team. I am a solopreneur. And I lately I have just realized that I need to be parented because just me doing so many things on my own have just felt so difficult. So I wanted to talk about the ways that I am taking care of myself and parenting myself to make sure that I am nurtured and taken care of. And I want to talk about this because so much of our society is about individualism or like self-responsibility, go out and get it yourself. But sometimes I think that this whole I can do everything myself mentality has so many people working overtime when they could just hire help and make their lives easier. So I'm going to share with you the ways that I am being helped right now. So Right now, I have a business coach. A business coach has been super transformational for me. And a business coaching is help in regards to mindset, in regards to my business. But it's not therapy and it's not fitness. It is literally just fitness with business coaching. And what's interesting is that I remember when I was going to look, when I was looking to hire a business coach, I remember I was in such a desperate place where my health was going down the drain, my finances were super bare, and I want to say this was like around May or so of 2023. And I remember just being so like so hyper-focused on making my business come together that I was neglecting all other areas of my life, like my romantic relationships, my relationships, um, 
but like my friendships, um, my fitness, my like health and wellness, all of that was down to drain. Like I was not getting help for myself at all in that way. And then the way that I was getting help was all, or that I was considering was only business coaching. But what's interesting is that when I was, I remember looking for a business coach thinking that that's all the help I was ever going to need, that as long as my business was working, that I was going to be okay. And I remember I signed on to do business coaching. And as I was going through the business coaching, there was like a one-on-one call that I had with my mentor. And I'm obviously sobbing because entrepreneurship is so emotional. And there's just so much that you experience as you're like, growing something that growing something out of nothing and I remember one of the things that my business coach told me was do you go to therapy and I was like no (laughs) and anyways I I came to realize after a lot of business coaching which also had to do about like a lot of the things that were taught in the program that I'm in is self-trust like to really learn how to problem solve learn how to believe what your gut instincts are telling you learn from your mistakes but also learn from your successes like truly have like a student mindset of your own self and study your own success and really put your thinking cap on to understand why like truly seek to understand why are some things working or why are not some things working? So all of that requires self-trust and self-esteem. <laughs> Something that I needed a lot of work on, a lot of help on. So anyways, um, after doing this work, I've, I came to realize that some problems, not some problems, but some healing only I can do. And even when I go to a business mentor, they still mirror it back to me with what do I want to do? What does my gut instinct tell me? And anyways, just my business coach telling me, do you go to therapy? That was enough to tell me that business coaching isn't going to be the one thing that solves all of my life's problems. Yes, it's a big help, but it's incredibly important for me to resource myself to to take care of other areas of my life because I'm a whole human that also eats and has relationships and not all of my life is my business and it also shouldn't be because when it is, then that's when we get grippy with it and we add so much pressure to it. So anyways, I started with business coaching when... And later on realized that business coaching isn't going to solve all my life's problems. So then after I started making a little bit of money and I started getting more creative, I also I'm in a container container and a group program where I'm surrounded by all these other very talented, incredible, brilliant coaches. And there's one coach in particular that she's her name is Soledad. And her company is called Wealth Para Todos, which means wealth for everybody in Spanish. And her whole methodology is you build wealth 
but you do it by taking very good care of yourself. And she calls it diverse self-care. And it means that you implement self-care, but in different ways. So self-care can look like getting a massage, but it can also be like getting therapy here. Or it could also be by... Anyway, just different branches of self-care in order for you to feel really good about yourself as you are accomplishing a goal, building wealth, or building your business, or whatever. And after having that thought in mind, I came to realize, you know what? I don't need to do everything myself. And I'm also realizing that I... I'm more likely to address areas of my life when I am supported. And I, and I also think the concept that it takes a village to raise a child. I think it just takes a village for all of us as humanity to survive and pull through to, especially when we're doing challenging things in our lives. And that being said, I, I took inventory of my life and I realized that I've, I've been such a lone wolf. I live by myself. I work for myself. I'm so by myself, but it's keeping me small. And I also started looking at my habits and my eating was very minimal. My nutrition was not very good. My fitness life was non-existent. <laughs> and then my self-esteem and just more personal issues were not being addressed and it's almost like I was numbing out the rest of my life by just making my business work and once I came to that realization I came to realize you know what I need to help myself and start giving more attention to other areas of my life so that being said then that's when I connected with a fitness coach this is a fitness coach that I had worked with a few years ago and I reconnected with them again and I just told them exactly where I was at and I said, I don't go to the gym at all. I, I my, my friend Patty and uh, my other friend Natalie, they host dancing classes and if you're in Phoenix, you'll know what I mean by the dancing classes that they host. But I've gone to their classes a few times and I get fatigued so easily. And then that's when I started to realize that, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm so young and I'm already getting fatigued so easily. I, I want to be more of an active person. I don't want to be a person that is just is not able to enjoy her life fully. And anyways, then that's when I decided to give attention to fitness into wellness into my health and I hired on is a fitness coach and I wanted to share this with you too because I think a lot of times we think that getting a coach is for rich people only or that getting a coach is for everybody else besides us <laughs> and especially if you come from scarcity where you've had to do so many things yourself or you have had to be scrappy about everything to me, the concept of getting a coach was, it, it seemed like it was not accessible or available for me. But let me tell you, now with who I am right now, 
I'm so grateful that I resourced myself by getting a fitness coach. And she actually was within my budget. And you'd be surprised how you're able to get money together when you just decide that you're going to make it a priority in your life. And that came through. And then the last thing that ended up happening because I realized that I had I had self-esteem issues and there were some self-esteem and family issues that I needed to work through that I knew that I needed assistance when it came to that. But I also knew that I'm still an entrepreneur where my income is not at a place where I can expand it to where I need to expand it. So I actually ended up doing a collaboration with one of it's an acquaintance that I have that is now turned a friend, but they have a lot of um, experience with thought reprogramming and energy hygiene and more self development, but more in the how do I say this? Like for instance, when I think of self development within the business space, yes, there's thought reprogramming, but it's still very geared towards business and strategy. This type of coaching is more like life coaching and more about just being a more well-rounded human being. And this was a very high-ticket coaching program that I was able to arrange with this person through a trade. And the reason I'm sharing all of this with you right now is because I personally want to normalize being helped. I want to normalize being in community. I want to normalize letting yourself be held. And I think sometimes being held can feel vulnerable. Or sometimes we think like, oh, so-and-so is going to stir me in the wrong direction. But I've, I've just, I feel like a mentality that has worked really well for me, no matter what situation I've gotten myself into is I trust my decisions and I trust the people that I choose to confide in even when the work feels kind of wonky or like it's not making the most sense. I trust their vision because clearly there's something about their outcome that I was really drawn to. So something that I do is I just, I trust the process and I just allow myself to be vulnerable and I allow myself to be helped and I just think that's such an important quality in order for us to succeed. And I think that, like I was saying earlier in this podcast, our society has been so, like, individuality, everything, self-responsibility, everything, and you have to do everything yourself. Or even I hear a lot with people saying that the coaching industry sucks, or that the co coaching industry is a bunch of BS, which is interesting because I'm not even a coach. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not even a coach, but I, I've gotten so much coaching, whether it's life coaching, fitness coaching, business coaching um, from different people. And I wholeheartedly believe in coaching and mentorship in order to help you get from point A to point B. And I don't think there's anything wrong with somebody guiding the way to help you get there. And I think sometimes that distrust that we have on other people 
is really just us not trusting ourselves. And therefore, it's creating self-sabotage where we are staying stuck in the same place because we don't trust our surroundings. Or we don't trust the decisions that we make when we hire certain people. So my message for you today is trust yourself. Trust yourself with the decisions that you make and the situations that you get yourself into, like the coaching programs you get yourself into. And then number two is allow yourself to be held. There's a there's a beauty in what you find in the vulnerability of letting yourself be seen. And I am learning that in real time right now. I mean, I'll open up a little bit more in regards to things that I'm healing right now, but I came to Salt Lake and I am around my family a lot. And yesterday I was at my mom's house and I came across an old album where I was able to see photos of myself as a child. And it's it's so crazy how those inner child, inner, inner kids, inner young people that we used to be still live within us and they just need so much attention and it's interesting how they have shaped so much of who we are as adults now and what that means for me is I was looking at photos of myself when I was a kid and I was a very shy kid to give you some perspective I was this middle child my parents had a total of three kids I was the middle child, and my mom would say this thing that by the time she got to having her second child, so me, she was like, I, I was, she's like, I was a new mom with your sister, which was, she was the first, but with you, I just knew that you were fine, I just knew that you could sleep on the crib by yourself, I knew that you didn't need, like, as much attention, or I was just more of a confident parent by the time I was parenting you and it's and it's interesting hearing all of that because when I look back at photos of myself I was such a shy inquisitive kid I was very obedient I wasn't one that was seeking attention all of the time and that felt very safe but with this new awareness I had recently I came to realize that that inner child that I was, like she was quiet in order to be obedient because that's what, that's what created safety for her. But now with who I am now, I think back and I just think, oh, that little child just needed more attention. That needed little child, even though they looked like they were doing fine, they just needed someone to ask more questions about their life or about how they were feeling or about what it is that they need or if they're okay or if they want to talk about anything. And I've come to realize that part of the hesitation that I had in the past of why I didn't get help is because I was so afraid of my inner child being hurt that I wouldn't know if I was going to come back from it, from that inner child being hurt. And as I've been getting more and more awareness that that little child that lives in me, the more that I give them attention, the more that I'm willing to 
let myself be seen by you listening to me on the podcast or being vulnerable in front of anybody else that I've received coaching from. And let me tell you, it has really helped me a lot. It has really expanded my capacity to let myself be seen. And part of the reason why I'm also bringing up this up to your attention is because the whole concept of my business is visibility and letting yourself be seen and giving love and attention to all those tender parts that make up who you are. And I think I believe that when you let yourself be seen and held by others in your community or people that you admire, when you do that, that's when the money comes. That's when the love comes. That's when the community comes. That's when the really yummy, amazing life things come is when we let our guard down and we just like feel safe with visibility and find safety within ourselves. And anyways, that is just, that's it. That is the message for today. Um, I appreciate you listening to this. Please resource yourself if you feel like you're struggling with something and there's help out there for you and there are people that are dedicated and passionate in order to help you get results. There's a lot of people, especially with entrepreneurs, there's a lot of people out there that have their reputations on the line because they really care about giving you results and about making a positive impact in your life and... While I do understand that the coaching industry can be super unregulated, there's many institutions that are regulated, but they don't even care about us, nor do we see people that are actually committed to our healing or committed to helping us out in our life. So, all right. Thank you so much for being here. If you found value in this podcast, please rate and review or just keep letting me know on Instagram. It helps me a lot, gives me feedback to understand what is working. Other than that, thank you for listening and I will catch you on the next episode.